Good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday, November 3rd, and as always, we have excitement on the weather map, but this time, this is excitement that everybody's going to enjoy. Believe it or not, we have unseasonably warm temperatures headed for the southern Midwest and the Great Lakes area. We also have unseasonably warm temperatures headed into the Texas area. In fact, in many cases, it's the same places, the very same places that got hit the hardest with the snow, places like North Plate, Alaska, that saw 5.8 inches of snow going down to 30 actually went down into the 20s. They're going to see high temperatures soar into the low 70s by the early, beginning part of next week already. Going down into Amarillo, Texas, temperatures expected to go down into the upper 20s tonight. I don't know if they got some snowflakes or not. It certainly is reasonable to think that they may have gotten one snowflake. But even if they didn't, temperatures, afternoon highs were in the low 40s. Next week, we're going to be seeing high temperatures mid 80s, 86 degrees for Amarillo, Texas. Temperatures are going into the 90s for other parts of Texas. There's no question this is a really warm air mass. We have temperatures going well into the 70s for the St. Louis area. I know forecasts for St. Louis are not quite up to that yet, but you'll see they will go up and we will see high temperatures. Even if they don't go up, you'll see we'll have high temperatures. Low to mid 70s for St. Louis. That's uh, and then going in even into the Chicago area up north over here in Chicago. You know, we have a tendency to have a, a, a warm front deficit disorder. <laughs> a warm front deficit disorder over here. <laughs> Uh, Chicago has a serious issue with getting warm fronts uh, in this we really have a serious issue no matter what is forecasted those fronts come just about to Chicago but they never quite make it to Chicago and that's the big that's one of the huge differences between St. Louis and Chicago when it comes to the winter is that St. Louis sees some major up and down uh, temperatures sometimes go into the 60s even 70s in January and Chicago just doesn't quite make it there at all and it's a true rarity when it does. The ups and downs of Chicago are 40s and then teens and stuff like that. A completely different type of ups and downs. But uh, this weekend, beginning part of next week, temperatures are headed into the 60s for the Chicago area. Uh, that's Sunday, Monday, especially Monday. Monday, we're going to see that warm front push up and over the Cleveland area. In fact, already Sunday night, and you, by the warm front, the warmer air comes in even before the front comes in. That's one of the big mysteries of warm fronts that I can never figure out. The way it's explained, the way the meteorologists get out of the issue is they just say, well, uh, a warm front's not well-defined and a cold front is well-defined. So some of the warmer air tends to go north of the warm front. But, you know, that doesn't really explain it. But that's the reality. The reality is there's going to be a warm-up already in Cleveland starting on Sunday. But the warm front doesn't move through until Monday. The real warm air, these coming in on south winds, there's several, there's three reasons why we're going to be warm next week. Three reasons that I was able to figure out. If someone could figure out more, then that's wonderful. Uh, I think the number one
One reason might be because we have a high pressure ridge that's building in from the west. It's building overhead. And whenever there's a high pressure ridge, that's the high pressure generally, it's at 500 millibars up, about 18,000 feet up from the atmosphere. We're going to have high pressure over there. And when you have those ridges, that's when you get the bulge in the jet stream going north. That's when temperatures really start to warm up. Generally, there's also high pressure on the surface. The high pressure ridge is an extension of surface high pressure. They don't always vertically stack up. And in this case, we're going to be saying high pressure moving off the coast. It could very well be. It's this Arctic high pressure. This is an Arctic air mass, the air mass that we have over the area right now, which we'll talk about in just a minute. It's this Arctic air moving over to New England by Shabbos, weakening to 30.3, then off the coast, probably also on Shabbos. And the south winds are going to come in around that high. There might be an additional high pressure in the Right here, probably there probably will be here in the just on the east coast, maybe even the southeast. The southeast is the best. If we can get high pressure in the southeast, nothing could be better than that. That's uh, that resembles a summertime weather pattern, and if we can get that, that would be amazing. So I don't know if we're going to have that or not, but we are going to have those southerly winds off the backside of the high pressure system, and we're going to have that high pressure ridge. We also have south winds developing ahead of a storm system, which is going to stay in the upper Midwest. It's going to stay in the upper Midwest. Now, for St. Louisans, they don't even have to deal with this storm system in the upper Midwest. But you know, in Chicago, those words are not so simple. It's basically that simple, but not quite. There is a possibility that there could be some type of precipitation that moves into the Chicago area because of that storm system up in the upper Midwest. Or certainly some clouds which might move into the area on Shabbos, pushing temperatures slightly lower. But that's about it. The upper Midwest might be losing out on this warm air. I have a feeling that they will. And we're, you know, as we speak, it's snowing up there. They're getting lake effect snow. Some places already had eight inches of lake effect snow as the Arctic air moves over the warm Lake Michigan water, Lake Great Lakes water. Uh, the water temperatures are unusually warm, but nonetheless, it's that's actually helping the lake effect snow. It's uh, it's serious Arctic air and parts of New York as well, Western New York as well as seeing some heavy lake effect snow as we speak. And I don't know if the warm air is going to be making it that far north or not. But that storm system up there will be responsible for the continuation of southerly winds, or more accurately, it will be responsible for... uh, for supporting those southerly winds which already would have been there from the backside of the high and that high pressure ridge is going to help ensure that those temperatures actually do warm up. Uh, And that's what we're seeing and that's what Texas is going to be getting. We already have seen heights in the 90s in Texas. Uh, Yesterday, Zapata, Texas had an afternoon high of 92 degrees. We have some places on the west coast. The coldest temperature in the U.S. was 5 degrees and that was some Someplace on the west, uh, in the west, someplace in the west. That's what uh, we have. 
We have those storm systems that continue to move on to the Northwest Pacific, that monster storm in the Gulf of Alaska producing 10 to 25 feet of snow, which the Washington Post loves to write articles on this stuff uh, for probably uh, certain reasons. Uh, but it's wonderful. It's wonderful when they do because they really explain things well. So they're still updating their articles in regards to the Gulf of Alaska storm and the storm systems that are coming in onto the Pacific. Pacific, the Northwest Pacific, which will be affecting us, says Tom Skilling. We will be getting colder air over there next week, and eventually that colder air will be making it here into the Midwest by the end of next week. Tom Skilling said that on television. Uh, on television, he said that. So uh, he he must have some some type of confidence in that. But until we get there, we're going to be see, seeing well above normal temperatures with temperatures again in the 60s here, 70s in St. Louis, 80s for much of Texas, temperatures peaking in the 90s. And you know, you just there's such a temptation to say that there will be some city, some city in Texas. If there is a city that hits 100 degrees, it will be Rio Grande Village, Texas. That's If, if there's a place that hits 100 next week, I, I am not sure that there will be, but if there is, it would be Rio Grande Village, Texas. Uh, but if it doesn't, Falcon Lake, Texas might end up being the hottest city in Texas next week with uh, probably there will be a day or two with highs in the mid or upper 90s. So everyone has this to look forward to, not everyone, but to the people, to my audience over here, which tends to be... Uh, people in Illinois. Recently, we got an audience from Missouri, and there's also an audience in Indiana. There's also an audience in Russia and in India and all these other countries. But <laughs> in terms of the United States, I, um, from the information I'm getting, my audience is pretty localized. We recently got an audience in Brooklyn, New York. So uh, we will have to start to include uh, New York weather, put more of an emphasis on New York. And uh, the India is, uh, in, in, for a while I was speaking about India. We might have to go to that. Uh, but soon we're entering Australia season, Australia heat wave season. And that stuff is a lot of fun. So we will be talking about that uh, pretty soon. Uh, by the end of November or December. And uh, with that, we will be ending off. And I, <clears throat> you know, the South, the South states are going to be the last to feel this warmth. We're going to actually see temperatures warmer in St. Louis, perhaps even warmer in Chicago than Atlanta, Georgia for a couple days. But eventually the warm air will be making it to the Southeast. I assume, I don't know if it's going to be any warmer there than it is here in the Midwest. Uh, with that, tonight will be the coldest night. Last night and tonight is when the cold weather reaches its peak here in the Midwest and Great Lakes. It's no longer going to expect it to be tomorrow night. Tomorrow is day number one of the warm-up. That's the warming trend starts tomorrow. Today was the final day and tonight the final day of peak cold from this Arctic air, no matter what it's called. You can call it a Canadian front, but there's an Arctic air mass behind this front. Uh, this has been verified. So, uh, But starting tomorrow is day number one of the warming trend, and that warming trend really takes off on Sunday. 
as the warm front moves through the Midwest and even makes it past Cleveland, as we said by Monday. Thank you for listening, everyone. I wish you a good night.